You're listening to Kapow, the pop culture podcast. Comics, television, movies, and more. If it impacts fan culture, we have something to say about it. And now, your hosts, Michael, Jordan, Cliff, and Seth. Hi, this is the illustrious Michael K. Easton. I'm Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. Broadcasting from Cliffy's Supercuts, I'm the Grand Poobah. <laughs> Poobalicious. Poobalicious. <laughs> that's got to... That's gonna be the best supercut yet. I think yeah. you outdid yourself on that last. That was episode. great. Yeah, that's why I, why I brought that up. Cliffy supercuts are not a bowl-based hair reduction system here in Marietta, Ohio. It's it's the best minute and a half of the podcast. <laughs> if you if you tuned out when he was giving our disclaimer at the end to save us from the wall. Um, after that is all the best stuff he makes us. I did. I did worry about that. Anyone who was afraid of Westworld spoilers and maybe turned it off halfway through, yeah. maybe didn't come back to the end in that last couple minutes, you missed. Yeah, it's you missed worth the it. goal. Just, just download it again. Go all the way to the end there and listen to the last minute and a half. It's worth. It. I'm feeling the pressure every week. <laughs> That's what we're building it for. <laughs> Awesome. I just prefer everybody not talk, discuss it, not talk about it, and if it happens, it happens. <laughs> it may not be every week, but that'll be a big, huge, really disappointment. I just picture Alicia getting up and use the bathroom, and he's hunkered over the computer, sweat, and he's like, "I don't know what I'm going to do now." Pressure is real. And oh, we uh, we said to follow us on Twitter, but. We didn't like our address, so <laughs> to make it clear, if you want to follow us on Twitter, uh, it's this is a tough one. It's going to be hard to remember. At the Kapow Podcast. That seems rough. pretty simple. A lot, that's there's, just way too simple. Yeah, there's no extra numbers and crap like we had. Encrypted yeah. addresses. Just the Kapow Podcast. You have to have the the in front there. Mm-hmm. But, you gotta make it hard for them to find because it's like it's more rewarding in the end. Michael K. Easton making it hard since seventy seven. <laughs> oh, that is gonna be in the super I can't believe you said that. <laughs> so what else is going on? Um Go Tribe. Oh yeah. We're in the World Series. World Series. My dad texted me Crappin' yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that, that was a that pretty, is worked up. <laughs> that was a pretty big deal right there. I'm firmly on the bandwagon. All right. Most World Series, I like. I have to just find the team I I hate most and root against. Mm. But I can actually root for. That's right. right. Nin- Nineteen years ago was the last time they were, they were in the series. I remember watching Game Seven, Ugh. and my dad and I just got up. And just went to bed. We didn't even look at each other. It was the most disgusting. Stayed in a fetal position for two days. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, ho- I'm hoping this will erase all that, those horrible memories. They were trying to get Charlie Sheen to throw the first pitch, have him come yeah. in from the bullpen playing Wild Thing. And Ricky Vaughn. It's not going to happen. Jimmy Vaughn. You want Vaughn? I know he hadn't done very well against this guy, but I got a hunch he's due. Good job. Good job. Thank <laughs> you.
song. They said the uh, RDF schedule is going to be throwing the first pitches, like former players and stuff. Yeah. I think somebody needs to give her spot up. <laughs> Go who's, sports. Who's a more famous Indian player than Ricky Vaughn? Like, if you ask no, somebody on the street, know. the first, yeah. the only Indian player they can name is Willie yeah. Mays Hayes, Ricky Vaughn. Willie Mays Hayes! They've got a, one of the locker spaces in there is all set up just like Joe Boo or, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, they, they Kipnis and somebody else set it up. They like have it like reenacted there. Yep. Yeah, he's been up for a while in the locker room. You're trying to tell me Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball. <laughs> <laughs> what else? Um, well, did you guys hear that storm yesterday? That knocked out half of downtown Marietta. I saw, I saw that tree laying on the truck there. Yeah, <laughs> I just saw a little bit of red paint under a tree. Mm-hmm. Well, good news, guys. Kroger's was open. <laughs> Nowhere else was, but Kroger's was. Okay, well, we got huge gaming news. <laughs> Challenge your imagination to come alive and to battle with the creatures of Dungeons and Dragons. 52! You shot my battleship. <laughs> I got a bingo! What do I win? It's Operation the Wacky Doctor's Game, where you're the wacky doctor. Battery's not included. Oh, you blew it. My turn. Shall we play a game? Jordan, I sent you a link. You did. Some big stuff happening. Red Dead Redemption 2. Yes, sir. We're big fans of that video game franchise. It's going to be out next year. Now we can just wait a year. But we got a little teaser trailer for it. I don't have a PS4, so that's well, one major problem. <laughs> is this only a PlayStation game? No, but it will. Uh, it'll be on PS4. It might. For all I know, it'll be on PS3 too. A lot. A lot of this. So they'll come up different. Versions. Dropping in 2017. Yeah, it'll probably so be. So Jordan will play it in 2020. Yeah, <laughs> that's my yeah. typical. Uh, Listen to me. When the time comes, you gotta run and don't look back. This is over. Yeah. Uh, The the exclusivity to PlayStation is just for, like, add-on stuff and expansions and things. They'll they'll get it first. I saw where they'd shut down, like, a week or two ago. Finally shut down the last PlayStation 2 servers. Ooh, really? So it's officially dead. I saw that. Yeah, I think my I wait for like the game of the year edition to come out, and then then for it that to get reduced to like nineteen ninety nine. So it it will be about twenty starts coming in the red box. Yeah, uh, about Christmas twenty twenty. I'll be like, yeah, Red Dead Two. What's it matter? It's a it's a different time. It's not going to change that that is around nineteen hundred or whatever. Yeah, you know what? From watching the little teaser, it had like seven riders. So I was like, it's just going to have like a 
Magnificent Seven type. I heard thing it might be a it. prequel to back yeah. when Marsden was you an outlaw. Hmm. Yeah, I I would like this is you know you're still working on it. You got a year here. Uh, I want it to be like I'm with these six other guys, and by how I play the game. You know, they're all going to die off as we're playing or something like that. And I want to kind of control that, who I'm trying to save and things. I I just don't want to be on rails. But I'm definitely looking forward to it. And I don't know if I'm too psyched about the name. I mean, Red Dead Redemption 2. That's all you got? Yeah, yeah. What about the Red Deadening? (laughs) (laughs) Red Dead. Redemption Boogaloo or something. The Red Dead Ravioli. <laughs> what do you guys want to talk about next? There's huge. Oh, there's a lot of gaming stuff. Yeah, what? Go for it. Nintendo. Who likes Switch? Do we have any Nintendo Switch. fans out there? I yeah. Uh, are you guys excited about that? Switch. <laughs> it just looks Switch. like it had has to be a song you can work that into it, but <laughs> it just like. I, it did seem like the Wii U was that the last one they did the Wii yeah. U. It did seem like that went over very well. No, nope. it did. So they just like ran with that even further. It seems like they're... well, this this one is very about portable gaming, and I do not play portable games, so I don't care about it. Well, it just looked like there were a lot of pieces for my kids to lose. Yeah. And then the the damn thing would never I just work loved, again. I love that link I sent you guys because there was thir- there was a lot of things dropped yesterday. And first was yeah. the, that Logan trailer, which we'll talk about later. But they had Johnny Cash's cover of the NIM song, and I was like, I was like, that really fits. And I could easily see that this happening. That Red Dead did the same thing. <laughs> like if that had that song, it would have fit perfectly. And then somebody put the the Nintendo Switch commercial with that song, and uh, I just laughed out loud watching that. It was funny. Yeah, it definitely. I did see someone post. Shout out to Reese, my buddy. He posted something about I, I gotta stop playing basketball with my bros to video games from basketball with my bros. <laughs> like the commercial was kind of silly. Oh, like, look yeah. at all the fun we can have. There's just nothing. I I just have no use for it. I, I I like some of the Nintendo properties, but that system just my my extent of playing a video game system is it is going to permanently set in my console. You know, I'm not going to get it out and put wings on it and fly it over to the basketball court. And now, is this is this that big divide, which I don't know a whole lot about, but, you know, the casual gamer versus the serious hardcore gamer, the people who play Angry Birds and Tetris, and they're, they're not quote-unquote real gamers. I don't is know. there some sort of? I don't think there's uh, any hardcore gamers that are going to be super well, excited about this. I think they're killing part of their demographic because you have the Game Boy, that's a portable, and then you have the Nintendo system, and they're mashing those. <laughs> yeah, I don't know that they're really hurting the Game Boy. <laughs> the <industry>. game. Well, <laughs> <laughs> they're not going to sell any more of them, are they? <laughs> Michael just did a gift. <laughs> <laughs> I just, <laughs> he hates us. Go on, tell us about. I just what I was meaning was that they're losing money by where they had two types of systems that they're selling simultaneously, where they always had like a portable system. And they're a putting home all system. their eggs in one basket. Yeah, yes. they're trying to make this. This will fill all your needs. And I, I just don't think... Switch! If people are going to play something, they're going to play it on their phones. They're going to play a portable game nowadays. Yeah. Fork! Fork you all. Anybody watching The Good Place? Nope. 
Nope. That's not a game. Yeah. Well, I'm switching. <laughs> oh, I played it on my Game Boy. Oh, okay. <laughs> Any other gaming? Yeah, the uh, I heard the voice all like video game voice actors are on strike. Oh, are they? I, did, I feel like yeah. I would have heard that, but yeah. I believe you. It's that I, ele- I the they eleven media. major yeah. studios. They're on strike against, including EA, Activision, Disney, Warner Brothers Games. Apparently, they've had the same contract since 1994. Ouch! Mm. And video games have changed a little bit <laughs> since the 90s. So they're looking like they like residuals and you know there's billions of dollars of video games come in. They're like you're, you're you're getting enough. You get the royalties or whatever, but apparently it's not enough. So they've probably been getting screwed just like all the animators did. Said so the game is in production at the moment are okay, but anything after like February of next year, there could be some uh, problems with your <laughs> your hmm. may not have a, a professional voice acting. Cool. Um. So what do you mean? Let's go to Star Wars. It's your big chance. You've been saying it 50 times. Say it. Say what? Say it. Hold the line. No. What? What? Switch. (laughs) 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 I'm scared. You got to do that every time. (laughs) Wow. Star Wars. Nothing but Star Wars. So there was some big Star Wars news. They cast a... Endo Calrissian for the uh, new Han Solo movie. It's going to be Donald Glover from Community. And is anyone else watching Atlanta? Yes, I am watching it also. It's good. He's a. Uh, if you haven't heard of that show, he's like playing uh, a guy in Atlanta named Earn. He's kind of willed himself to be the manager for Paperboy. If uh, Donald Glover doesn't become the next Colt 45 spokesman, <laughs> there's something wrong with this world. Yeah. They're going to bring it, bring it back and like mix it into energy slim can. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, he's going to be Lando Calrissian. That's pretty good. It just came out. I don't know much more details about it than that. Bringing back the cape. Yeah, you better be wearing a cape. Yeah. That's all I can say. <laughs> Comes with the territory. Another thing I saw was uh, Joss Whedon wants to do a Star Wars movie. I heard that. He said, uh, that looks like fun. (laughs) First thing I thought was, okay, well, he did an Avengers movie. That was pretty good. And the Russos kind of are doing it better. I want the Russos to do a Star Wars movie. (laughs) Well, he's definitely got a Disney connection there that he's seen before. So, I I don't know. I I mean, Whedon is... He's got such a fan base, like a rabid fan. I mean, they will just like go to war for him. It's so weird. Any thoughts on this, Michael? You're sleeping over there. I'm just listening. Okay, hit us. Hit us with it. Switch. <laughs> you gotta put your heart into it. Switch. <laughs> All right. Hold the line. Switch, baby. Switch. Like our bunker just got busted. <laughs> Marvel and DC on TV. I am Supergirl. What's your name, darling? Agent Jones. Let's do some of your TV here. What did you guys watch? Uh, what didn't we watch? The only thing we're not going to talk about yet is Westworld. Saving for the end again. I, I think we should at least mention Walking Dead. Because by, yeah. by the time this mm-hmm. airs, the new season will have started. Yep. It comes out, starts Sunday, right? Sunday. Yep. 
So Sunday, like, Sunday, Sunday. This, it, by the time you're hearing this, will be this past Sunday, and I don't know who Negan killed. They, I take I it all back. That, what? <laughs> I thought I just wanted. To you see know your, something? I just want to see your eyes. <laughs> I, I already know. I said months ago there was no way they would keep. I mean, I didn't go investigate and click on every article I could find. I wasn't looking for it, but they kept it out of the public consciousness. So kudos to them. I retract my complaints from several months ago. <laughs> right? Yeah. We we thought that by this point, two days before, everybody would pretty much know, and they don't. There's there's rumors and such, but like you, I'm not. I haven't looked for it at all. It's been like, shut up. Don't tell me whatever you think you know. So should we all say who we think so then we'll, we'll all be proven wrong? So like when people are listening to this, they'll know how yeah. wrong we are. Yeah, well, Welcome we're saying it after the fact, so we're going to look yeah. really yeah. stupid. <laughs> well, I'm just going to go with what I've been saying all along is that I feel like it's going to be Glenn just like it was in the comics. And I do think that they want us to be wrong, whatever mm-hmm. we think. So yeah. I feel like there's going to be a twist to that. I feel like he will come into play because I think, the, and the reason I thought it was him was because the way that last episode was shot, it was shot, you know, you see the person that is getting hit, it's from their perspective, and he was, there was another part in there where it was shown from someone's perspective, and I felt like it was him, and I think that's going to be him, but I feel like there will be more to it than that. Someone else may get involved, and somebody else may die also, or instead of him, and that's... As much, I have nothing really to go on to get any more specific than that. <laughs> I feel like he's taking a bat to the face at some point. <laughs> Anybody else? Gotta... I think it's going to be Glenn too, but since uh, since Seth said Glenn, I will say Abraham. Well, he should have been dead by now anyway. Mm-hmm. So I that's that's. If I had a second person to pick, it would be him. This would have been my top two. Yeah. But I'll pick somebody else. Or it could be, a little throwback, it could be Michelle. Michelle. I don't even know who she is. <laughs> She's married to Gary, the car salesman from around the way. Oh, but yeah. I think it'll, if, if not Glenn, it's Abraham. I, I thought it would be the way they set this whole last couple years up. The, the I, you've all seen the episode. What are we talking about? Um, I, I thought it would be poor storytelling to kill Glenn, and then I realized The Walking Dead doesn't mind occasional poor no, storytelling. Yeah. So the way they faked out his death, and then you thought he was dead. Like to kill him now doesn't make any sense, but they're probably going to do that anyway. And then I thought they might chicken out and kill someone people don't care as much about, like Abraham. like like Abraham or mm-hmm. Sasha or uh, a lesser, not an A list character. I'll say Daryl. Screw it. I think they killed Daryl. Oh, that would be... Ooh. I'm going out on a Man, you really do look stupid right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even in the future, and I know that that's terrible. <laughs> that would break Facebook. Yeah. that It needs it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to go down that route. <laughs> so what's your guess? I'm going with Gary, the car salesman. Oh, okay. I mean, that's what he did in the, you know, before the zombies attack. Okay. He's in the background in there somewhere. Uh, I thought that I was a tree. I've seen, I've seen him yet. All right, so I'm sure that we will talk more about Walking Dead next week when we have seen it. Since you guys are talking about a zombie-related thing, since we don't have a audible uh, part, because <laughs> I was talking about Max Brooks is the uh, World War Z. Yeah. 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 There's a second book called The Lost Chapters. That I downloaded after last week. You can't and find them. 
No, it's it's just it's more of this. Yeah, it's good. Uh, <laughs> it's just more of the. I same. don't think you really thought that was good. <laughs> that was a little condescending. No, and Mike was a little perturbed this evening. <laughs> this is what we're all week. This. All week we build him up. Think, yeah, podcast, podcast. Then he gets here and realizes what happens. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, if you if you do um, find the audible book and listen to the first one, there's a second one. Uh, called the lost lost files. I don't know how it translates from the books. If he just added more stories or what, but it goes more in depth into the World War Z universe of what happened during that time. Now, did um, you say you have listened to some of this yet? I've already listened to all of it. Oh, yeah. It's the the second the, the second one was uh, I think it was like six and a half hours. Uh, but Scott Henry Rollins, his character after he leaves the I think it was New York in the first book. Um, he's over in like uh, South Africa or something, um, but it it was if you like the first one, you, you would enjoy that as well. To get audible dot com, and yeah. not, they don't sponsor mm-hmm. us. Back to TV, not yet. What uh, what, what show are you guys most excited about this? What'd you watch? What was the best thing? Start with that. Well, Supergirl was pretty good. Okay, yeah, go there. So. Um, she was really, really happy to be uh, out there with Superman. She skipped. <laughs> she was skipping at one point. Yeah, now you smiled when you saw her skip. She was having the best day ever. Apparently, the one that the one thing that I was like, "Come on, guys!" Like the uh, version of Mentalia that they went with. Mentalia. What? I don't know. Spell it. What the. F- <laughs> <laughs> What is it? Mantalio. Mantalio. What did I say? That's what you said. That's not it. I'm taking it. What? Mantalio? <laughs> I hate you all, one and all. I'd correct you, but I have no idea. Metallo. 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 John Corbin. Yeah, I know. It's John mm-hmm. Corbin. I still hate you all. <laughs> anyway, his look is exactly, almost exactly like how they had him in Smallville. Like the 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 design with the chest hmm. plate and stuff was very similar. I don't remember him on Smallville. Well, it was playing by Brian Austin Green from Nine Hundred Two and Oh. That's thing. right. Yeah. I do remember that. But it that that was kind of a throwaway character. I didn't like that part. But I liked the Superman and Supergirl parts. And well, it was weird that there were two Metallos. Yeah, that didn't make any sense either. We had a John Corbin and his little Asian friend. And I love that uh, the computer guys, like, they're, like, DEO is this, like, secret government agent with all these scientists and all these, like, super intelligent people. But they get the guy that from CatCo mm-hmm. that evidently knows some crypt, crypt, Kryptonian. Kryptonian language. Now he's, like, uh, he can invent this stuff and, like, yeah, no it. one bats an eye. Like, Well, if you're, if you're on, if you're... Doing a CW DC show, you have to have that character. Smallville had Chloe. Arrow has Felicity. Supergirl has Wynn. Um, Cisco. Yeah, Cisco. Yeah. They, it's all the same character. But the, in Flash, it makes like Flash. It makes sense. Um, Oliver's kind of makes sense, but this one. It's going to be later. I, I swear, like, mark it down for me to be wrong later, but I swear he's going to end up, when's going to be an android or a robot because he's the son of the toy maker. 
Right. And so, so it's you that think whole he's... Pinocchio storyline yeah. okay. where he's just he's way too smart. And I feel like that'll eventually play out in a future storyline. Well, what do you think of the uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths pose? I loved it. I thought it like it did was, they waste it? Yeah, they wasted it. Yeah. So like how they used it, it's like, are you serious? Like they should have saved that for like the big crossover they had with all four episodes. Which I, I'm super. I was hoping you weren't going to tell me that because I, I think that that is that's, that's stupid. stupid. Like you're saying, it's a waste. I, mm-hmm. You finally have all this stuff together. Yeah. Why aren't you recreating some of these great stories? It yeah. sounds like they're getting convoluted anyway. Why don't you just yeah. do with the comics? I mean, yeah. But they actually, one thing I will say is pretty smart is because they talk about Flash changing time. They've referenced that a couple times over an arrow. Right. And to like actually plan some of that stuff out because you know they have different schedules How and things. The that, that's pretty. Repercussions are felt throughout the Arrowverse yeah. or whatever they call it. So, um, yeah, so that happens. Soups versus Martian Manhunter still. They don't, yeah, can't get along. We got Snapper Car for some reason. Snapper Car. And what he's like, the an, heck? he's an old, bald guy. I like that actor, Ian yeah. Gomez. He's really good. But I, it didn't. Other than the name. Yeah, it's just like throw in a familiar name for mm-hmm. this character. Yeah. He yeah. didn't snap at all. <laughs> Not once. <laughs> and like the one thing was her sister uh, got offered a position with um, Project Cadmus like when she was trying to find out who was still in the kryptonite. Mm-hmm. Like that right there would have been a really cool storyline if her sister would have went undercover and into Cadmus and figured out what's going on, but that was a quick subplot that was quickly destroyed. Yeah, hashed out real quick. What else? Supergirl. Uh, bye bye, Callista Flockhart. Yep. They gotta, they gotta cheapen that budget somewhere. Right. Well, because they're shooting in Toronto now or Vancouver. Yeah, Vancouver. Where, Vancouver. Um, obviously she's not going to pick up and move out there so but one thing i will say about her during the whole time she's ever been on has anyone else noticed it's almost like they use a soft filter on her face like it's photoshopped to Mm -hmm. lessen some of the wrinkles or whatever like i want to know is that in her contract like i noticed on my phone that i can even do that like when taking a picture it gives you all these like Photos adjustments you can do to your face. That's why all your selfies look like Barbara Walters interviews. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah, it always seems like her face has this, like, soft focus on it. And then um, I just had – we saw our first look at Metropolis. Yes. Krypton Park or something like that. So Metallo – Asian Metallo quickly – that made that for it to be destroyed. Yeah. yeah. We're going to put this here to blow it up. And then my favorite line came from Supergirl where she says, now it's time to punch you in the face. And then she proceeded to punch him in the face. <laughs> he fell for that. Well, the one thing that I, I, was, I, I was a little sad about was – when Wynn was talking, I'm glad you said his name earlier, but when Wynn was talking about building a suit for the kryptonite, I thought he was going to build like an armor suit because yeah. it goes back to when I was collecting Superman comics when mm-hmm. I was a kid and there was kryptonite and he had this like iron suit where he mm-hmm. lost his powers and I was like, oh, they're going right there. And then it was like, nope, we're just going to do nope. this. No budget for that. It looked like laser tag. Yeah. It did look like laser tag. You need <laughs> the helmet. You can still see the shield. <laughs> 
was less than impressed. And then um, I'll I'll just say it: not enough sexy James Olsen in this episode. They can't afford them. There's not. We can. I say Mm -hmm. we up it right now. We need some sexy James (laughs) Olsen in this episode every week. (laughs) I love that drop too. (laughs) Make sure you say. Yeah, so Sexy James is now going to be the man in charge. Yeah, it's going to be his, her boss. Wow. I saw one uh, where somebody had taken that picture the CW put out of the Guardian and colored. Did you see where they colored it in and made mm-hmm. it – instead of just being like as gray as these walls <laughs> around us, yeah, they colored it in the gold and the blue. Yeah. And it actually looked a lot, a lot better. Which the last version of the Guardian, like there was something to do with – a fine gentleman owned some kind of publishing company. Like he, he like had his own newspaper, and you know by day and at night by night he was the guardian. Um, it was with the Seven Soldiers of Victory. Is that right? Yeah. Like that was with um, Grant Morrison. Yeah, his run on that. I think he he created that version of it. So kind of somehow fits in there. Similar similarity. <laughs> <laughs> legends legend i i love that legends is using the reverse flash because i've been waiting for him to show up in there somewhere mm-hmm. like i think that's a thing with all the cw shows when it comes to the superheroes is those long-term characters like they gotta have the best contracts because like the reverse flash <laughs> like the original version of him we only saw in the first season for like 30 seconds and now he's all mm-hmm. over the place was waiting on Captain Cold to come back. So yeah, that's why I don't quite get where this falls in the timeline for Reverse Flash. Like, is this mm-hmm. after all the stuff Flash is done, or is this, has uh, he been back in time before he got? His, you can't like, yeah, think too hard on this show. Yeah. But <laughs> I really like the the Justice League or the Justice Society of America on this episode. I found it interesting because they tried to press the time that it was in on how the relationships between men and women. Mm-hmm. Although I don't understand how a black woman would be dancing around in a Nazi club because it took uh, took place in Paris. Okay, that's why. That's how they got around that. Still, that it was still a little iffy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, but that was their their reasoning. Oh, we'll one, put it in Paris because yeah. at one point she's like, "You blew my cover." I was like, "You're a black girl dancing at a Nazi club that doesn't work." Yeah. <laughs> like, to me, anyway, like right. if story wise, but I did like the Adams hole. He could not salute, do the salute. Like, yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> like he has turned it. He, he's like Superman playing, or it's like Clark Kent playing the Adam. Like it just reminds me of that very cheesy type character. I I thought Vixen was kind of the standout. Everyone else's yeah. like, costumes were a little bit cheesy, ah. but like when she like they showed her and like the, the you heard the cat growl and she goes over mm-hmm. the table like an animal. It's like that looked good. That yeah. was cool. Yeah. I thought she was going to join the team. Like I I was assuming like she was going to leave the team and join. I can see that happening mm-hmm. at some point because you know obviously Adam got a taste of that flavor. <laughs> From Hot Girl from last season. <laughs> Come on, guys. Glossing over that. <laughs> am, I, am I not the only one who thought that? Because he looked like he was sweet on her. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> just leave me hanging. That's fine. No, I'll, I, I'll okay. just hang over here. Uh, <laughs> I didn't put that together. 
I, like one thing that made me mad though is you never got to see our man lift up a car or anything. He yeah, never he did nothing except ever. Spoiler: die. Well, he was. He kept asking Doctor Stein what he was going to do. Evidently, yeah. nothing. Yeah, apparently. So yeah, I, I really, I actually, I was okay with the costumes. I thought, you know. Okay, it's the ni- 1942. But that was like Smallville level of it, yeah. Cheap well, costume. it was a step they above like, Smallville. I've seen level. cosplayers that look better than <laughs> some of those costumes. Well, and I know they gotta watch their budget as well. But that CGI on the roided out Nazi oh, guy, that was awful. That was not their best effort. <laughs> awful. He reminded me of like something you would have seen in a 1992. B movie, yeah. but I I will say I think they did really good at playing off of Commander Steel versus Citizen, well mm-hmm. the future Citizen Steel because he was such a hardcore like nose like grinding fate like he was just very Ur! and the Citizen the future Citizen whatever he was very like well he's getting his own suit pretty soon because yeah. I've already seen a picture of oh him. have you yeah is it good it's very similar to. Commander Steel. I don't like Commander Steel. I, I think the only big difference was it kind of had like a cow that came up with it over top of his, more like a mask. Are they going to do the fin type thing on the head? I don't remember. I don't think I saw a They fin. need to, damn it. They yeah. need to bring that back. It's my favorite. It was a group shot where like of just everyone yeah. and he was kind of in the back. So And we, we got White Canary being the new team leader by the end. Mm-hmm. And A plus for the Back to the Future reference. That was pretty good. Says, watch me for the changes and try to keep up. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Stein. Dr. Stein. And Flash, we got Jesse Quick. They're ripping us off. Okay, I asked you guys if you noticed what happened in the Flash. Mm-hmm. And you guys didn't seem to follow me. Well, I didn't. All I could think of was they ripped us off and now the Flash is trying to get his own Jesse. No, no one can have a Jesse like our Jesse. <laughs> no, we had a new villain called Magenta. Magenta. Right. And she was in the police station, and the Harry Potter guy gave her a glass of water and then took it and tested her DNA. Yeah. She got Pearl Mothered! Oh! <laughs> Pearl Mother. <laughs> Central City Police Department Pearl Mother Magenta <laughs> You're, you're oddly 100% correct sir They tricked her into drinking water And then stole her DNA Wow Now if she had, if she had dropped a, a boat On a tennis court <laughs> We would have all been in trouble But it was just a hospital We're alright <laughs> Wow, I did not. Awesome. <laughs> Cliff's just thinking his head. I got to mm-hmm. that sound. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Make a note there. I, I like the interaction with Harrison Wells and them coming back through. And the whole, again, the things have changed versus because they were over on Earth 2, so they didn't know anything about the time. Which, that to me, like, it seems there's got to be some kind of weird... It's hard to explain, like, the time loopiness of that, like, why that would affect them or not affect them. Like, you could go either way with that. 
Um, well, I'm curious, what's up with the English dude? I mean, who is he going to be? This alchemy is he going to be? Uh, it's some, they wouldn't just drop him in there exactly to be an. Uh, well, just a, I kind of research. I, I I have an option of option A or what he who he might be and why he hates Barry Allen so much. Because there was a character in the nineties called Cobalt Blue that was the oh, evil twin I'm of so Barry Allen. I'm sick of these. <laughs> Everybody funny. gets speed powers. And- well, he uh, in the nineties it was he was when Barry was born. He was actually a twin, and supposedly um, his brother was giving to this other person in place, and so they 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 grew up thinking that his twin brother died. I didn't know that he knew about it. But so this guy grows up as a I think I think it was a Thon Eobard Thon maybe or is that the that's the reverse that's flash that's the reverse flash but it I'm pretty sure it's some relation of the Thon I, I feel like it was but anyway uh, he grows up and later finds out that he's a twin of Barry Allen and his grandmother teaches him the way of the blue flame and he becomes cobalt blue so we'll see if that happens or not that's dumb. <laughs> I give 90s comics a lot of leeway but that's just dumb <laughs> uh, is this the that? part where we gloss over Arrow yeah that's usually what we do about now Arrow was on was it yeah it was fine cool it's par for the course <laughs> okay that's the usual <laughs> review uh, are you still watching Timeless no I didn't watch it past the first one I watched the, I've watched all three episodes. It's not very good. <laughs> I, I mean, the second one was the one with the Abraham Lincoln assassination, and if when it wasn't real great, I was like, okay, that that one I should have liked that one. And this one, I I just watched it. I already can't remember what it was. <laughs> remember they had a Back to the Future reference. There, they mentioned Western Union, and, uh, and I was like, whatever. Yeah. Now the one show I I haven't watched that I'd like to you say you can watch uh, anything on CW if you go online yeah on yeah the they app. App. yeah they, they, they took everything off of Hulu mm-hmm. like nothing like oh. they have their own app their own, all their shows you can watch now on they have two different apps they have the CW Seed that is like old shows and Vixen the animated show for some reason and then they have the CW which yeah. is all their new shows that's I'm thinking of looking up that frequency show I was just going to mention I love that. that movie is like from 2000 with uh, Dennis Quaid and Jim Caviezel I mean I love it's time travel movie it's great and this is built off of that same storyline it's got this girl Peyton List from Mad Men I know a lot of people that were on that show <laughs> <laughs> but uh anyway, I just thought, I'm curious to see if it's any good. That uh, guy, the guy playing her father, w- was from Nashville. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't like. Yeah, I haven't looked on it. He's no Mackay Pfeiffer. Wait, isn't he in that show too? I think Mackay Pfeiffer's like the top listed person in the show. Anyway, I don't know. I was saying anybody had watched it. Mm-mm. It's time travel, people. Yeah. Well. I thought about watching it, but I have yeah. too much. I'm gonna look it up. I like the movie. And Agents of Shield's the only one left that I know of. That was one of the better episodes. I don't know why, but I, I just I really like that last episode. What happened? Uh, it's just the the oh, he's Hellfire in the comics, but James the Inhuman. 
he was working at a fireworks factory. His power is to like he creates flames. And there's a good joke of Coulson's just like, we knew this was going to blow up. Like, they made a joke, <laughs> and he was like, how did we not see this coming? But uh, he he's – and in the comics, he uses a chain, that just like Ghost Rider, the flaming chain. And he has uh, Daisy and uh, Simmons cornered with his chain, and boom, Ghost Rider grabs it. And they have this cool flaming fight, so Ghost Rider now has flaming chain of his own. Hmm. And it was just a good scene. And then, you know, it's in a fireworks factory. <laughs> Ghost Rider in a fireworks factory. It's like, they're just giving us what we want. And I like it. <laughs> okay. Switch! <laughs> Third type of charm. Oh, that's awesome. Um, I just like that, I don't, that I've already taught him. I just pointed at him. And he, he does. <laughs> dance, monkey, dance. <laughs> so we're doing some movies. Desire. A long time ago, in a land, in a time, coming this fall, they were young. Hold tight, they're back, he's back, they're all back, and this time, even funnier, and all the other movie trailer cliches. There was uh, some teasers and trailers. Well, we already Just a few. brought up the Logan one, uh, which was really great, and it... But I, I'm scared to watch it with the sound off because mm. I bet it doesn't hold up as well as everybody's kind of going crazy. Like, oh, this is it. I brought a tear to my eye. Finally, oh, I love the direction they're going with this. It's like, yeah, turn off the Johnny Cash and then yeah, see if it was like said. if it was like the Black Eyed Peas or something, right. like, <laughs> it would not have been the same vibe. Yeah. Yeah, it was just like, that's it. that song gave it a very particular mood and emotion to it, and it did look good. But... I watched it a couple times and it was still a lot of the same type of stuff we've been seeing from those movies, you know. So, I mean, I'm excited to see it, but I hope they play the song on a loop. I love the, uh, <laughs> Just the whole movie. Yeah. Yeah. I love the meme that was shared, uh, had, uh, Professor X in the back and he's going, which continuity is this? And he's like, shut up, just enjoy it. I, I gave up since first class. Yeah. And. And well, anyway, I assume the little girl is X-23. Yeah. That was my assumption. Yep. And it's based supposedly on Old Man Logan. Mm-hmm. Has anybody read it besides Jordan? We, yes. <laughs> Have you guys read it? No. no. What's the – give us the 15 seconds. It, 15 seconds. He Wolverine's old. That's a word. That was point one five <laughs> seconds. It's a future Marvel universe where the villains have won, and they've carved out all these sections. So, like Doctor Doom runs the West Coast, and you know, some other villain runs the North Great Coast. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> but uh, so it's un- it's unforgiven. But Wolverine, he's vowed never to pop his claws again. He's trying to live a life with a wife <laughs> never and to pop off again. <laughs> but something happens. Oh, and you you when you learn why he sheathed his claws forever, it's very. Strong moment. Oh, cool. But of course, like any Western, something gets him back into action yeah. and then he has to. Every he drives time I'm with out. the. Yeah. <laughs> they he, and, pull uh, me back. he and Hawkeye drive the spider buggy across the country. Now, was he able to be like hurt? Because he's got like scars and stuff. He's older. Scar. I mean, yeah, he's like 200 years old oh, or whatever. So, so he's losing it. It's not. He, he could heal, but it, he would, yeah, he didn't have the. Right. And it probably had nothing to do with X23. No. No. Yeah. 
the te- teaser I liked the best was the Guardians of the Galaxy oh. too. That looks so, so. Oh my gosh! So excited! I want you guys to imagine a hug in a DC movie that didn't involve somebody's Martha dying. <laughs> Guardians is uh, has to be my favorite Marvel movie so far. Yeah, those are, those are so. That was so good, and that trailer just made and it me really excited. It didn't give anything away. You nope. just got the tone of it. You just got one good joke, and then we'll see you next year. Yeah. Really good movie. Yeah. Just picked. It just felt like it just picked up where the last one oh, had yeah. left off. They've got the whole sa- soundtrack thing going for oh. it. It's just all the good old songs. I'm definitely looking forward to that. Um, I saw there's some push. You know, everybody's like backing Anna Kendrick for Carrie Kelly. Uh, Joe Manganiello mm-hmm. playing Dead, uh, Deathstroke is pushing it now too. Had a picture taken with her and really? stuff. And, I thought and she wanted to be Squirrel and, Girl. And, yeah, and she wants to be anything. She wants. She in wants on that to be superhero <laughs> money. Yeah, Pitch Perfect Three is not looking too good. <laughs> I just didn't know whether you guys knew. Anything yeah, about I had that seen a picture of her in like. And she had like this little Robin symbol, but the shirt was like a black and white striped shirt. She looked like the Hamburglar. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like Michael does right now. <laughs> well, I'm Beetlejuice's son. Yeah, okay. I saw a quote from Tycho with We keep that's we we should have a Tycho drop for that. We talk about him every week. Have it when Ronald said Tycho. Lake Titicaca. We're just talking about the Thor movie. I I still can't wait to see what kind what that's going to look like. But he said, I honestly know nothing. Uh, about the universe besides what I'm doing. Did you guys see the lo- the logo? Like they redid it, and a lot of people were complaining because it looked I, like an 80s like. Well, that's what he said. It's chromed out version. He says of- he's trying to ignore the rest of the universe, just make his own awesome movie, and it's going to have like 70s, 80s fantasy art. And that's you know. exactly how the logo nice. looks. Yeah, I'm excited about it. That's, that's I bet it's the best Thor movie. <laughs> and. Just today I saw a thing, Kevin Feige was talking about Captain Marvel, Brie Larson, and just introducing that character, letting people know this is going to be the most powerful um, hero in the Marvel Universe. So that's all official? She's officially signed on? Yes. Everything's signed oh, yeah. in? Yeah. And we, we know when she's debuting? Uh, her movie, no. Is I assume it's in her, or in her story? I don't know whether she'll... Be in Infinity War or not. I haven't heard that. Her movie comes out in between. Show, hers comes out in 2019 in March. So what her origin, where do we put that in the – because there are no superheroes like that in Marvel. Do there's no original get, Captain Marvel? Yeah, there's no one to bequeath her that power. Yeah. Like. Yeah, they have to go out into the cosmos and find some other. That's why. Way okay, I mean, that's why. Don't you think it have something to do with the Infinity War? You know, they're going to be doing something like that. I would yeah. think. I don't. Maybe I really don't a, know. A one night stand from from a Kree warrior and gets an STD that gives her cosmic powers. I don't know, but the fact that we know. <laughs> <laughs> Once more, we gloss over. <laughs> yeah, well, the fact that we know that it is going to be an origin story. I would say the first we're really going to see much of her is in her movie in 2019 so i think you introduce her as you know the air force 
mm-hmm. captain, colonel, whatever. Because that's been their is. formula of introducing yeah. these characters in in a smaller part in, in someone else's movie, and then they yeah, that would gradually bring them in. Oh, yeah. I'm excited about that. I just liked how he was like, she has these powers, and I didn't, you know, take them all down. But it was like, she's the most powerful. He just came out and said it. And I was like, wow, that's like in Thor in this? <laughs> but uh, that's, that's pretty cool. The, the point being was that he was trying to say that she's going to be this hugely powerful superhero, but that's why they got her so she could still bring that great acting to it, the human side to it that the character would need. Does anybody have anything else in movies? I heard they're doing a biopic of William Moulton Marsden. The creator, Elaborate. The creator <laughs> of Wonder Woman. Oh, okay. It's called Professor Marsden and the Wonder Women. Hmm. Which, do you guys know anything about his history? Uh-huh. Did he create the polygraph? Yeah, he, well... Some or version of the enough. lie detector, yeah. Well, he was, this was, you know, back in the 20s. He was a college professor, married to a wife, <laughs> and living with a student. Been there. I was say, <laughs> didn't he have, like, some kind of bondage <laughs> issue, too? They had a very uh, progressive lifestyle. They were a you know, polyamorous trio back before, you know, that was ever spoken of. Well, so I'll never look at this? the lasso of truth the same way again. <laughs> Did you say this was the Roaring Twenties? I if Wonder Woman was created in what nineteen forty one, nineteen forty. What's her seventy fifth anniversary? So do the math. No, you do the math. I don't want to do the math. Switch. <laughs> <laughs> it's nineteen forty one. But yeah, it's uh, that area. Luke Evans, who was Dracula Untold. I thought he was the main. That was his biggest credit. And his wife is Rebecca Hall, who's been really good in a lot of things. But she was uh, Maya in Iron Man 3, like the botanist lady. Mm-hmm. And then there's uh, Bella Heathcote is the young student girl. She only had a couple credits. Death, uh, Dark Shadows and that Neon Demon movie. So she seems like a young blonde ingenue type. It could be interesting. There's a lot of those, you know... Uh, Sister wives and masters of sex and, you know, yeah, I, I there's a lot of new things today, yeah. dealing with, you know, before this was culturally acceptable. So it might open a few eyes. But yeah, he was, he was an interesting individual. So this is, is, is this being made to come to theaters or? Yeah, as, yeah, it's okay. a, yeah. Huh. Cool. That sounds good. Anything else? Switch! There's something very important I forgot to tell you. What? Don't cross the streams. the streams. Excuse me, Egon. You said crossing the streams was bad. Cross the streams. We're going to do some streaming. <laughs> I got some streaming news for you. Do it. You can lead it off here. Don't watch Paradox. Okay. There's a time travel movie <laughs> Now I know that Paradox is probably a great movie and he's talking about something else. Last night I needed some background noise while I worked on some stuff and I was like, ah, it's time travel. It's got Paradox, one of my favorite words. Let's do this. It was a time travel group of people that they are doing this experiment and they send one guy an hour into the future. Time travel people are always doing these experiments and they never go right. (laughs) Wow, he goes one hour. Trial and error. He goes one hour into the future and everyone's dead. (laughs) 
<laughs> that's cool. So he, I like, yeah, that's a, I'm, I'm in so far. Yeah. So he comes back and he's telling them all that we're all dead. And it's like they they're trying really hard to go with this whole time travel and like they're talking about paradox and loop, time loops and how they're like. But there's a lot of things they gloss over and don't and explain in a, a good manner. Like one of the things is is that he brings back the camcorder that the guy in the wheelchair has because he's like filming everything throughout this. He's like, it's on here, and of course, they're like, well, the time, you know, the the flux flux capacitor is not working properly, so it's going to mess with that. And, and like they're trying to decipher. I know what they feel like. <laughs> what's going on on the camera while all this other stuff is playing out. And they're talking about how they can't change anything because it would create a paradox. While Not an axiom? Nope. Uh, <laughs> That's a deep cut, people. <laughs> Super deep. What's your truth? Uh, anyway, but the camera that they're trying to decipher as it plays out through the, the movie was used like – they didn't do the same thing with their camera. They use that camera that he took from the future, and he places it into the dead guy's hand. Why are we talking about a movie that he's about to watch? <laughs> That's what I'm just thinking. If he realizes that he explained some of these details maybe in a different timeline or something, we have no idea what you're talking about. It does not make any sense. Stop. <laughs> Switch. Wait, what happened to the guy in the wheelchair? <laughs> I like how he led with, so the guy in the wheelchair. We had never heard of this guy. The guy in the wheelchair. Anyway, it's a low-budget um, sci- sci-fi movie. The only good part of it was I think the female lead is uh, – oh, I've seen her before. I, th- I think she's like a stunt double for someone. Um, <laughs> this is the best. Blonde-haired. Like Tarantino movies? I think so. Meryl Streep. No. What? You figured out who he's talking <laughs> yeah, about? Yeah, the stunt woman, Zoe Bell. Oh, like, yeah, Zoe Bell. But anyway, uh, it's not a good movie. It's not worth watching. It's, good. It is worth good. a 10 minute explanation. <laughs> I could, I could go into it, but I don't. Well, you were reminding like, me of like if you go on Reddit uh, every day, there, there's a subreddit like it's an idea for a writing exercise, and I was like, you go. Travel in time forward one hour in the future yeah. and everyone's everyone's dead. That's, yeah, what, that's a great hook. Yeah, yeah stop was, there. Like, Don't tell yeah, me the yeah. rest. <laughs> that was good. Like the premise was solid. You didn't say anything about the guy in a wheelchair <laughs> has a camera in his mouth. <laughs> the execution was in was yeah, not should as good. have been committed five seconds into this. And I noticed this morning I got up to something dropping. Oh. <laughs> 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 this I can't wait for this super cut. <laughs> Hard since nineteen, whatever. Michael's regular. That's good to know. <laughs> I'm super regular. Uh, I'm three episodes in, dude. Really? Yes. Did you not sleep today? Did you work last night? I did not. I slept last night. Jeez. I'm yeah. Th- I was uh, like, what are, are we talking about? We are Black Mirror season three. Black Mirror. Black Mirror season three. Have you ever watched the Black Mirror episode? No, I haven't. I happen to know you have access to Netflix, and I, I would recommend you. I watch can neither that. confirm nor deny. Yeah. <laughs> you should uh, watch that. It's good stuff. He's still trying to get through Daredevil season. I know. Two. Whatever. I'm just this is another one to add to the list. I finished Stranger Things. Oh, yeah, finally. Which thing? Loved it. Was yes. it up here or was it right here? It was right there. It was right in the right in the sweet spot. You know what Stranger Things has going for it is that. 
you know, people can complain about some people like everything dropping at once and some people don't. They want like a weekly show that you can kind of like. I would not like if Westworld came out all at once. It would, my head would explode. Yeah. But Stranger Things, what it has going for oh, it is people are not, didn't have time to think about every episode and think, what does this mean? And that, yeah. they just watched. It. You're hooked yeah, and I, I gotta, I gotta finish this right now. Yeah. It wasn't quite, I mean, I heard some really high praise. So did I. I was and watching it, it at the time and thinking, yeah, settle so down. It wasn't quite there, but I thought it was really solid. And that girl, Millie Bobby Brown, mm-hmm. she's a heck of an actress. Yeah. Had very little to do, didn't have to say much, just the, her face just conveyed so much. I saw much. a meme today, show, it was a princess. serious one saying that she should play Princess yeah. Leia, a young Princess Leia. <laughs> and, and I saw her, she was on, I think Colbert maybe. She is adorable. She yeah. is. Her little, like, cock, she sounds like Adele. She's got that Cockney <laughs> accent. And she was just like, just bubbly about everything. Like, it's like, you are adorable. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> did you see where her and two, and the kid that played Dustin and the kid that played Lucas were on the, did, uh, um, yeah, I saw, yeah, on that award show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And performed. Mm-hmm. It was really good. And everybody was like, everybody was fans of theirs. Yeah. yeah. That, that had to make this kids feel really good. Yeah, I think Colbert was asking her, like, if she, all the 80s technology on set, if she recognize anything it's like i went over to the record players like what is this <laughs> and it's like and i i heard someone played a record and it sounded so good so i bought my own record player and she was just thrilled about the existence yeah. of record players yeah i saw on twitter there i think last week or maybe it was early this week where she she had been on vacation at disney world and she was posting selfies down there and stuff yeah, so I, I think she's gonna be a huge star yeah, i mean yeah. all these kids are now famous but i think she's gonna have a long yeah, she's got some legs here for the mm-hmm. future <laughs> but anyway, we were saying uh, Black Mirror came out. It's the third season out. The other previous two seasons only have th- like three episodes apiece, I yeah. believe. And there's a Christmas episode. Um, I had John Hamm from last year. But this one, this is six episodes. And the reviews before it dropped, you know, from critics are that it's great. Well, I've, I've watched three episodes. Like I said, badly after my near meltdown on Facebook the other day, um, Owl overload. The, the first episode <laughs> being about social media, I wanted to watch that so bad. It like, is, it's probably definitely everything a I wanted to be. It's definitely a <laughs> statement on social media, which all of the, all of these episodes are a futuristic take on technology and how we are just sucked up into it. How we're over, over, U- overusing it. Well, this is a UK show, right? It was. Yeah. It was. Now it's here. Uh, now this is a, taking now, it. Yeah, now we've taken it. We've got, we've got, uh, the first episode of this season has Bryce Dallas Howard in it. Uh, there's gonna be, there's other stars peppered through it, I guess. I, uh, I watched that episode called Nosedive. That's the first episode. And, uh, the second episode's called Playtest. Both really good. I like the second one a little better than the first. They were both great. Um, but it's more Twilight Zone anthology. Yes, it is a standalone. Technology. Yeah, you can watch them in any order. In fact, uh, the, the order they came out in, um, I actually saw a list kind of suggesting not to watch it in that order. I watched the first couple in, in order and then it kind of said skipping around, but to end with the episode called San Junipero, which I don't know what it's about, but they said that the credits to, uh, to that episode really are a good ending to the, to the season. Um, the reason it's not the last episode of the se- in the season is because uh, testing shows you put your longest episode last, and one of the episodes is feature length. I think it's basically like at least 
probably close to an hour and a half long, and that's why they put it last, but not not suggested to watch it last. Which, speaking of technology, I have a great idea for a movie. Do you guys want to hear it, or should I, we just move on? There's nothing I'd like to hear more. <laughs> well, I was watching how we are so obsessed with technology and social media, and I was watching a video today of uh, Tesla's new um, computer-driven car, how it drives itself, and showing mm-hmm. it, and I was – and. It, sparked an idea of a future where we're so obsessed with technology it gives us every luxury possible that we are like one with it pretty much this is called wally no <laughs> hold on this it gets a little twisted okay so it's an owl who swoops in and saves well because I, I was wa- listening to another podcast where they're um if you have a million dollar idea you're gonna give, give it, it up yeah because i have do you know how many million dollar oh, ideas i have oh man like, he invented all kinds of things. i might have been someone hears this and you're, comes and you're like me uh some the professor when he got back when they got off the island and he came back and invented <laughs> the frisbee they're like yeah we've had that for a while <laughs> continuing on now, where was I? <laughs> we were hoping Jesse owned a movie studio and was going to yes. pay you a lot of money. Uh, but, but anyway, I, I was listening to another podcast, and they were talking about a shadow government. And the, the idea would be, like, there's this shadow government that is actually technology, like a super-type computer that's controlling and manipulating the human population for its own evil purposes. The Matrix. And people find... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Go on. Why did I, I? I'm glad this is my computer. You guys can do this without me. But anyway, pe- leave it on. People find out, and they're trying to bring out the truth. And it's actually the technology is having humans kill these other people because they are so used to this luxury that they don't want to. It is the <laughs> matrix. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the look on his face when that clicked. That is the best. Oh, that was heartbreaking. Oh, poor guy. He was just getting ready to tell us about the pills. <laughs> you had such a like happy look on your face. Like, brained out of just... It's that like, was a great. It's like I'm proving them wrong. I'm proving them wrong. Oh no! And it's just <laughs> slow motion. Your eyes just crash. Just well, like because of my movie. meltdown on on Facebook, because people don't want to know the truth, and because of like you try to like get them to understand it, and they don't. They don't care. They like. And I was just thinking like if t- technology gives you every luxury, and even though you know it's evil, but it makes you comfortable, like you're going to do whatever you want to keep that luxury and. Yeah, it's the Matrix. Moving on, technology. Like yay. Hey, it turns out you it did have you did have a yep. million dollar idea, even more. You're just, just fifteen well, they, years too late. They stole that anyway, so Let's see, yeah. see. Well, <laughs> how to sweet Christmas? Segue. Give me a streaming. Well, we're still on streaming, aren't we? Yeah, but we need to switch off of that. Switch. <laughs> okay, get that out of your mouth. Um. I saw that the, they were going to make a Netflix movie or show. I guess I should have cleared that up before. <laughs> about Gerald's Game, that uh, uh, Stephen King book. Did anyone ever read that? No pictures. You don't read. You had no pictures. Have you read every Stephen King book? No. Okay. But the majority of them back in the day. 
Jordan, maybe you. No, but my older brother Justin, he said the only, he for a graduation present he wanted in the Stephen King Library or every I new was book. in it, yes. And that's what mom got him for graduation and still like every Christmas there'll be a new Stephen King book. So he has a he has a library in his house of all the hardcover. He so he I had it also. That was that was a big thing back in the day. I had all of the hardcovers that had been out. It's great. I ended up selling them, giving them away just cuz you have to put them someplace. <laughs> but uh Anyway, I just thought anyone that was interested in that, that sounds pretty good. And we have to do our weekly Where Are We At in Luke Cage. You were at 8 last time. You're still at 8, Luke? I finished 8. You finished 8? Okay. Yeah. I'm I, done. He's done. Whoa. I had a late night of a lot of work I had to get done, so it was on the whole time. Nice. Yeah, I uh, I only made one more episode. I've watched five. Jer- Jordan uh, hasn't watched any. Well, um. I, I just uh, the thing I noticed was, was I, you guys already know I'm sure, but I was like, there is uh, the bad guys are. This is some Captain America bad guys. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I was really? like, hey, wait a minute, I recognize these names. I thought yeah. that was kind of cool. Yeah, very very cool. Cliff was was correct, and they did finally uh, turning his powers against him. That was very clever in what they did Ooh, and how they do it. And it's what I think I was talking to Jordan the other day, like how with a lot of Marvel films, they've kind of gotten a habit of like following this certain type of formula. Yeah. Whereas with the Netflix series, each one is complete. Like they don't feel like the same formula. They're they're their own original show. Um, the one the thing that I did find funny that doesn't give anything away from the the series and. It, but uh, a member of the Wu Tang Clan shows, shows up, and that, that was quite funny. Uh, but it was really good. There's the I I kind of it feels like there's a lot that happens, but not a lot that happens at, at some points during the series. Yeah. So it's it's good. It's really good. I really enjoyed it. It, it is it's very well done on so many mm-hmm. levels, and I. I didn't even know the night nurse was going to be in it originally, and like, yeah, I didn't either. Her her part in it is great. Like you can tell that she ties a lot of stuff together. And, right. And yeah, I, I think I like her a little bit more through each new series. Yeah. As as they kind of go along and she progresses, and the only complaint I have, and hopefully this doesn't trying to say it without giving anything away, the. It's very uh, – this way, uh, it's very street level till the end battle. Mm. Cool. So what do you guys have? Anything else in any capacity? With streaming. I saw the trailer for the new Nicolas Cage movie. Which Ar- is what? Army of One. Did you uh, see that? No. Mm-hmm. Refresh my brain. It says it's based on a true story. Yes, it's Nicholas. This Cage. looks so insane. Nicholas Cage hears from God, who was played by Russell Brand, that it's his mission <laughs> to go hunt down Osama bin Laden. Okay, which is based on a true story. And apparently, there was some guy who just went to Pakistan on a mission from God to hunt down bin Laden. That and, sounds like a perfect role for Nicholas. And Cage. it's you know there are people who love Nicholas Cage is very. Over the top. This is yeah, the, I do. This is the Nicholas Cagiest. Good. Nicholas yes. Cage. That sounds like a, a great 
line yeah. to put on the box. He has a big beard. And he's just like, whoa! He's so manic. He's got like a samurai sword. Yeah, he's walking on a sword on his back. Just walking. It's like, there's a white guy in Pakistan. What's he doing here? And like, It looked crazy, but in a good way. <laughs> Great. I love it. Yeah, I watched that trailer. I was like, this looks good. All right. We're going to do episode three. Westworld party time. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> That burrito's coming back up. <laughs> so you guys all watched it. Great. Success. Third week in a row. What'd you think? We know. We did, you guys, did you guys realize that's what my comment was? There's a ghost in a machine. I assumed you were talking about Westworld. Yeah. Elaborate. I want to know all your, you all your thoughts here. Well, because uh, what's Hopkins' character's name? Ford. Ford talks about how there was a guy that helped him create Westworld in the beginning named Arnold. Arnold. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how he was talking about how he was trying to develop a consciousness in the robots, and he hashtag robots. Yes, and he thought that was dumb. <laughs> and there's a point where she's trying to fire a gun, and she can't do it because she's not programmed to. And then she hears a voice that says "fire, fire," and she does. And I was like, that's. There's a ghost in the machine. I think I, I'm not sure why, but this was my favorite episode. All so right, far. well, tell us why. I, I don't. I what just said like about I don't it. Know why? You think? I, I I'll start going through the episode. You guys comment <laughs> as we go along. <laughs> this was my least favorite of the bunch. Was it really? So it just felt kind of slow to me. Oh. I will say this is the worst way that Teddy could possibly get killed. That was a little. Yeah, that, that was, was kind of scary. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, I didn't understand that storyline at all. It was like, why? Well, we don't he... have all the information. Okay, and, and we'll kind of hypothesize at the end here. But the uh, break like it down for be us, a fellas. Test. There is, there is. Well, if you want to enjoy the show, you know what the hell you're watching. <laughs> well, what one thing I've kind of picked up on, and I said this last week, was that there's a there's multiple timelines going on here. I think it's getting more obvious as we watch this. But it started out again on Dolores. I think all three episodes have started out on her camera on her, I'm waiting for her her face to like have some real emotion behind it as we get through here. But uh, it starts out with Bernard talking to her. And the first thing I noticed, and I went back to the previous episodes now that I've it's clicked. Is he- Wait for it. Hold on. I got to interrupt because I know Seth wants to hear this really bad. Oh yeah. What? You're correct. Oh, I don't need that. No. I knew that. <laughs> well, your well, your sister likes it when I say that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to ask her. Does he? Do you like it when he tells you I'm right? <laughs> um, Talk about the multiple timelines. You, you're buying. Yeah, the, you're the, buying into the theory full? because she dug that gun up in episode two. That's but you're. That's we'll get there. That's not the same gun. Shut up. I hate you all. I'm behind you, Michael. Okay. I don't know what we're talking about. Okay, yeah. continue on. Anyway. I want to travel of... back an hour in time. I'm... We're all dead. We're all dead. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> What's wrong with my legs? <laughs> Why are you in a wheelchair? <laughs> Whose camera is this? <laughs> anyway, I noticed that Bernard is dressed differently than he usually is. Most of the time he's wearing a tie and either like a sweater or, some, or, or a suit jacket. Yes, and Jeffrey Wright. <laughs> but he 
is in some scenes with Dolores, including the first one in this episode, he's dressed all in black. He's wearing a totally different outfit than you normally see him in. And, it's, and it has happened in previous episodes. And no one else changes clothes in Westworld? He, he changes clothes too, but this is drastic. Okay. And it's, you really should, if you watch it again, you'll notice I'm it. I'm not gonna watch it. I'm, okay, well, I'm just saying, <laughs> I'm just saying, it is obvious. Show you get one chance. There you go. Uh, anyway, it's very obvious that he is dressed different, and I believe that this is the past. And I'll explain that later. But anyway, he, he's talking to her, and he gives her Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. They're reading out of that, and, she reads a passage about change. Um, she asks about his son, and, and he wants to know why. Why she asked that. He's trying to figure out, even the showrunners have explained in an article I read, that he's looking for signs that she's showing true improvisation and curiosity beyond her programming. And again, kudos to Evan Rachel Wood to, for the amount of acting she's doing without emoting. Like, she doesn't... Right. She doesn't have, you know, she's not allowed to scream or cry. Like, she has to be so blank, but she's putting forth, you, you don't know if there's something a little extra behind there, and you're like, so, yeah, she's doing a very good yeah. she, she could be definitely Emmy nominated for this. I, absolutely. I think she's doing a great job. And they, then it goes to what I believe is now, where she, she wakes up, uh, her, the bartender dad she has at this time. That's one reason I think it's now. Uh, he's letting the cattle out. She goes to her dresser drawer and finds the gun that she dug out of the ground in her dresser drawer. And then she's looking in the mirror and she remembers the man in black in the barn with the knife. And he says, Professor Plum in the yeah, billiard room. He says, let's start at the beginning and reacquaint ourselves. And then it flashes back to her in her bedroom and the gun is no longer there. Which yeah. I believe we are now back in the past because he has he has pointed that out. We're going back to the beginning, you know, with that comment, and it shows. Okay, now she's back in her starting a day thirty years ago. Now so, I feel like I have to go back and watch all you three do. Of these episodes and like. <clears throat> yeah, so I, well, what's, uh, the first time I watched it, I didn't get it, but I got to watch it more than once to figure this. Yeah, I want to figure it out. I want to know. I don't want to just be like I don't get it. It, it totally flipped or turned me for a loop when. The gun was there, and then the gun wasn't there. Right. I was like, that's what just what, happened? That's what I believe is happening. I'm, I I will tell you, I could be totally wrong, but I, I feel like I'm at least half right here. There's definitely <laughs> some time jumping going on here, and it's subtle, but there are clues, like what Bernard is wearing and who is there and what time on him. Um, so then we see, now we're 30 years ago, we see William, the white hat. He is, he is walking down the sidewalk. He sees some outlaw Horace is being brought in for a reward. And William's looking at the posters of other desperados. And Horace escapes, grabs Clementine, shoots William. And he doesn't, he gets, it's kind of like a paintball yeah. shot. It like leaves a little mark. But yeah. Which it I, doesn't I don't, break the skin. Yeah, I don't know whether, we notice when the man in black gets shot, it's like nothing to him. Now, is he just used to it, or did the technology yeah, because, change a little because bit? Because when he got shot, it knocked him backwards. Like yeah. It looked like he got shot yeah. shot. So I don't know whether he was just like, whoa, or whether it just the, whether they've upgraded it. So that, you know, he gets shot, and then he, you know, he shoots and kills this horse guy. 
saves Clementine. She tries again to get him to so she can pay him back. And right. Then his his buddy Logan shows up doing his signature move, zipping up his pants. That's like all he does in Westworld. And then we he makes a comment about William Williams getting ready to marry his sister. So they are potentially going to be brothers in law. And he's saying, so you could should you know get some action because you're going to be yeah, married. This is like the bachelor party, right? Yeah. So, but now that William's been involved in that, he seems to be like wanting adventure. He's looking. He grabs the a poster off for some guy named Slim Miller, and he when he wants to go on an adventure, and he kind of you get that Logan is making the comment that he he's waiting for the good stuff. But I really got a feeling right then by the way he said it, he has done nothing. In Westworld, I think he has done nothing but screw and drink and and he maybe some side quests that he thinks are dumb. But I don't think he's went on any adventure. And this guy's like, "What? Well, I'm going to go do something," you know. Then we go. I think we're back in now. We see Bernard. He's got his tie on now, which makes me think it's now. He's talking with Teresa. She's concerned about Ford Anthony Hopkins because he's setting aside a huge swath of area for a new storyline, which he was saying. And Elsie, the dark-haired girl, is with. She's interviewing Rebus, which it, which he's sitting there naked. He's one of the I call him the milkman. They're the two outlaws that killed Dolores' family. Dang it, Rebus! And they were dr- drinking their milk. <laughs> <laughs> You're wasting milk, Rebus. <laughs> He's the guy with the big mustache. He's the taller of the two bad guys that were at the farm. He also <laughs> was speaking at, at this thing, show reminds me of GTA 5. He was the main bad guy in GTA 5, Trevor. And it was, it's kind of an iconic video game character now. He did such a good job in that mm-hmm. game. And, but anyway, he's also going to be in Walking Dead this season. I hope in episode four, Rebus just pulls his shirt over his head. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the great kid. <laughs> Uh, we've got a malfunction in Sector 7. <laughs> he needs a TP for his, ro- <laughs> his robot bungalow. <laughs> but there, Elsie is watching on her iPad. Okay, the milkman, I call him. The smaller one is named Walter. He's the one that went crazy in the first episode and was shooting a bunch of people that it wasn't part of what he was supposed to be doing. Well, they've discovered that he was sh- he was shooting people that had killed him in the past. He let the other ones go. Wasn't he talking to Arnold? And he was talking to someone named Arnold. I need like a study guide. Yeah. It, it, but Gosh. yes, he was talking to someone named Arnold, and they weren't sure what that was all Sign about. up for Seth's newsletter. It'll, it'll right. show up uh, in your mailbox yeah. every month. This is it. <laughs> <laughs> this is the only place you're going to find Like I, I was telling you guys before, I've listened to stuff about this or read stuff, and nobody has it figured out like I think I do. I don't know what what's the matter with them. They're not watching it a hundred times like I am. They must have lives. Okay, so then we figure out what the title of the episode, The Stray, is about. Somebody is has got away. Somebody's mm-hmm. heading off across the prairie, and Elsie and the Hemsworth brother are going to go after him. Now, he seems to be the only one that knows that there's danger involved here. He's got a gun. He's like, we're one line of code away from me needing it. So don't make fun of me. I'm not going down. It took me three episodes to recognize that was the girl from Raising Hope. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sabrina, oh the girlfriend. Wow. Yep. 
I don't know why I didn't recognize her. I didn't, her, but... but yeah, I remember that show. And then we see Teddy, and I think this is also now. We see him. He it has a new customer partner, a girl, who is... They're going confronting some outlaw Samuel, and they kill him and handcuff him to the post outside the Mariposa, which is where Tandy Newton, and then that's the saloon. And she is ticked that he's got him tied up outside, and he... But when she sees Teddy, she's reminded, she's remembering she saw his dead body, you know, when she was having surgery. And his partner goes off with Clementine. So Teddy sees Dolores out in the street and goes out to go spend the day with her. He picks up that slippery can of condensed milk she keeps dropping, <laughs> and, you know, and tries to look chivalrous. So she is kind of, you know, she's becoming aware because she's got this glitch and she wants to, and enough of this someday. We're going to run away together. How about today? Let's do it. But he he can't agree to it. His mind can't agree to it because he doesn't have the glitch. That's, yeah, I still am not sure if she has it figured out or if it's just some itch in the back of her head yeah. of like, she's finally I just need to do something different or yeah. if she has more of a master plan. I'm not sure how, I, how aware she is. Yeah, I just feel like because she has been glitched by this violent delights thing, she is, is able to know she wants more plus... Bernard has been talking to her, and you know, he's talking to her in the past and now. Um, so anyway, then we see Ford with Teddy. Because at the end of that, you know, where they spent the day together and he wouldn't run away with her, they go to the homestead like they always they do that night, and you see him right up there, gunshots and her screaming, and you see him Teddy get killed again. So that's what he does. So then Ford is with Teddy, and he says how he's died like at least a thousand times. And he says, what do you want? You know, I want to be with Dolores. But he says, your job is to keep her here. And the second time I watched I was like, what are you saying? We couldn't keep her here before, 30 years ago. This is why we brought you in here. So you keep her here now. He says, your job is so people can come here kill you and sleep with your woman. You know, that's that's a side quest. You know. That was kind of a heartbreaking scene of like, what are your hopes and dreams? Like, well, you don't get any. Like, yeah. He said you, no. You kind of feel bad for this robot. Oh yeah. So anyway, he he had he said you have no backstory, just guilt. We just gave you guilt. So but now you're going to have a story and he kind of, he slips in there rooted in truth. So I would assume it would be revealed what truth there is involved with it, but that there's a villain called Wyatt, and he uploads him with the information, you know, that they were in the Civil War together. And Wyatt came back with strange ideas, could hear the Someone's, voice of God. Go yeah. On. Well, I was just making, connecting the dots, like talking about 30 years ago and Arnold and consciousness, and that's who he's referring to. Yeah, he, uh, right. So then I think we go, I don't have everything figured out, <laughs> you know. I don't feel like I have enough information. But I think we're in now uh, where Rebus and Walter, the milkman, <laughs> have a new customer with them. <laughs> I don't know if they want that name. Rebus and name. Walter, yeah. So they <laughs> they stop Dolores and, you know, and Teddy stops them. The guy's like, hey, I wanted something easy. And so they, they leave her alone. So Teddy takes her for target practice, and she can't pull the trigger. Yeah, so we learned she is not programmed to be able to do that. Then his girl partner shows up. They got a posse. They're going after Wyatt. That triggers him to go on that mission, and he leaves her. 
we see Elsie and Stubbs continue on looking for the stray, which we find out is the woodcutter. Because we see all those fools sitting around waiting on somebody to start the fire, and only one of them is programmed to cut the wood. That was great how they're, like, talking to each other, trying to get someone else to do it. She's like, they're just caught in a loop. They would sit there, apparently, until the end of time. Nobody can pick up the axe to even cut wood, which I thought was really cool. So she goes in the tent and sees, you know, the carvings of the woodcutter, and, you know, Stubbs points out to her later on that uh, it's got Orion on it. Mm-hmm. You know, and she's like... I like where, uh, she's like, how, what are you, Galileo? How do you, how do you know? That? He's like, well, maybe it's in my backstory. Yeah. He's like, so is that a hint that maybe he is not real or is he just, you know, just trying to make a joke? Um, you know, we find out why it was Teddy's sergeant in the war. He came back and said the land belonged to someone else. Then they got ambushed the, and by Walt, uh, Wyatt's men apparently and some customer was like, I, I, we, we should have went on the boat ride. You know, and they, they go, Sheriff takes them back to town. Then we see Bernard and Ford, and this is now. And Ford, you know, Bernard comes up to talk to him, and Ford says, and this just cements my theory, he says, it's, it's a tricky thing weaving the old into the new. I'm like, that's exactly what they're doing. Mm. I was like, boom, I stood up. I was like, boom, in your face. <laughs> And he walks over, he's like, you know, he's mad because somebody's got a host covered up. They don't, you know, they don't get cold. They're not shy. He cuts the guy's face and shows him, and they don't feel pain unless we tell him. <clears throat> and he's like, but later he, he was like saying, like showing compassion for him. I can't figure out whether the guy cares about him or not. He's like, I'm just cutting them. But we should help make them forget. And they go to Ford's office, and he tells the whole backstory about him and his partner, Arnold. It's kind of erased from the company's history. And... By what Michael was saying, you know. Which I'm not convinced that's reliable information. Right. right. Especially when he said that he died in the park mm-hmm. and yeah. things. So whether, what, how much of that was truth or lie, I, yeah. I agree. Or he, what if Arnold was the robot that became conscious, like had a conscious and like it was his mistake. Like he gave Arnold conscious and then he helped him create the other robots and stuff and then has to backtrack and kill them because it's he like moves that. right on to the extreme theories of it. They, uh, but they it kind of goes over Arnold's pyramid that he said well I'll say something about it later but he talks about the bicameral mind theory which is that Arnold had hosts who hear their programming as a voice he wanted it to evolve into their consciousness but that some people hearing voices that you know the host just became lunatics like why and he says that Arnold died in the park. He said, and he's telling, he's trying to get through to Bernard, saying, "Don't make the same mistake that Arnold made. They're not human. They're, you know, they don't have. They're not conscious. It's like I know that your son Charles' death weighs on you, but don't get caught up in this. And it kind of that's what he's doing with Dolores. He's like he can't help his son grow up or teach his son anything, and he's like. He's been sharing books with her. He's trying to... So what? how long ago did the son die? I don't... 30 years ago? Is I think 30 years ago. 30 years later? I, I think 30 years ago. I, I mean, you, I can tell you right now what I think yeah. is that 30 years ago was when he lived. And now he is a host. Because he's the same age as he was 30 years ago. I mean, he, he's the same guy. 
He's just dressed different. But I think he has those memories. And when he talks to his wife on the video screen there, he's mentioning, you know, that I, I, she's like, don't, wouldn't you just rather forget, have this erased from your mind? And he's like, no, the pain is all I have, the memory. And that's where, when he talked to Dolores, he was asking her, would you rather not know anything or would you rather remember? And she said, I'm of one mind. I, I, yeah, I want to know. See, Ford is the only actual human. Back 30 years ago, all the human people got killed. So for that to never happen again, they're all hosts. Hey, I am. I can, I can't disprove anything you're saying. I think that the man in black is human. It's William. I think that there, that is a human. And anyway, just to go back on the timeline, they, Bernard, yeah, talks to his wife, then Teddy and his group get attacked by those horned guys, Wyatt's men. He has the, his, the chick run away, the customer, and you, you see he goes down. His gun, their guns are doing nothing against these guys. So are they, does that not mean that they are? Why are they all dressed up like that? We don't know. We don't, I mean, we just don't know. But I feel like they are humans. They can't be hurt by the guns. It's like the Satan's Mickey Mouse Club. What? (laughs) Because they're talking about. Speaking of million dollar ideas. Go on. When Teddy's explaining the men that follow Wyatt, he's talking about how he like twists their minds, and they're all like when they're attacking, they all have those masks on. So I immediately like pictured the Mickey Mouse Club. <laughs> Walt Disney twisted your mind, and made them wear masks. <laughs> it is, you thought of it and clipped it. That's just that's just like the world building of the uh, <clears throat> scene they would be doing of like, oh, they're men who went wild in the wilderness. Like that all seems part of the game. Until it doesn't, right. like yeah. So you think someone, these are the people trying? Or, yeah. yeah, these people are trying to save everybody or something. Possibly, you, you know, Teddy can't hurt him. He he fired every bullet. Yeah, nothing happened. They uh, Elsie tries to call Bernard about the woodcutter. They're you know they were looking for him. Then I think we go to the past. We see Bernard again in the black clothes, talking to Dolores, asking her to improvise. Went while they're talking. And I'll just tell you right now, I believe that now he is a host. In the past, he is Arnold. He is the, he is, he's the guy that Ford is talking about that wanted consciousness in the people. And that's what he was doing back then with Dolores 30 years ago. I'm, from now on, I refer to him as, and I'm trademarking this, Bern Arnold. <laughs> but that's, okay, so we're, we are seeing the great mistake yeah. that led to all the problems. That's what we're getting the first season. Okay. You know, that that's I think we're we're gonna see that he is the one that caused this problem. And then he maybe Ford misses his friend or whoever has him as a host now and he sees this problem happening again. He's telling him to not do this, you know, when they're in the office. So then we're back to now. So when do they go in the hatch? Yeah. <laughs> So now, I hope there's not a writer strike anytime soon. Oh man, that would be bad. Because <laughs> it did TV. great for Lost. <laughs> so now Dolores comes to town. She finds out about the wide attack on Teddy, and she goes home by herself. She's talking to herself when she rides over the homestead. She's used to talking to Teddy. Oh, there's people up there. Something's going on. She goes up there for the usual attack, but now. 
she's remembering both fathers. When she looks down at her father laying there, she sees the bartender and Peter Abernathy. Uh, good job. Mm-hmm. Which I ha- I want to say, you know, having watched the first episode three or four times now as I've been looking over the stuff, the best performance in this whole thing was that guy, Lewis. I can't think of his first, I mean, his last name, but the guy who played her father in the first episode was amazing. And at the end of that episode where Bernard is putting him away with the other rest of the livestock that they're calling him, it, he kind of whispers something in his ear and the guy's like tearing up and it was just awesome. He did a great job. But anyway, she's remembering and all naked as well. Yeah. That's a lot of naked. I was looking at his eyes. I was looking at his eyes like, tearing up. All these people when they tied out for these roles, like that had to be the first thing they said, like, do you have a problem with nudity? Yeah. How nerve wracking. Like, okay, you're an actor in this scene, you're sitting across from Anthony Hopkins <laughs> and you're completely naked. And action. <laughs> like, do your lines. That I'd start tearing up too. <laughs> so So she goes up there, you know, she sees both her fathers, Rebus with the mustache. <laughs> He uh he takes her off into the barn because the customer doesn't want to take her in there, <laughs> and he's yeah he's really happy about it. Rebus, this has got to that, continue that, to are be. Are you a trying thing. to Beavis? Yes, where have you been? <laughs> Get out of the barn, Rebus. Words. He just want to make sure that that's what he's supposed to do. So he goes in there, and Cliff, as he throws her down in the hay, she pulls his gun out of his holster. Right. Because he looks down at his holster, and he's like, oh, you're, you know, Teddy taught you a thing or two. And she tries to shoot him, and she can't. And then she's... Breaking the law. Breaking the law. (laughs) That was a deep beam of my head cut. Sorry. (laughs) She sees the man in black for a second. Saying the same thing he said at the beginning, let's go back, remember things. Um, and as Michael said, she hears the voice of a programmer telling her to kill him, giving her the power to shoot Rebus. And then she goes back outside, and she's like flashing of a multiple timeline here where she gets shot. Then there's the timeline where she doesn't get shot. I, I think the the past... She does not get shot, takes off, finds William and Logan in the woods, sitting by their campfire, talking about how it costs 40 grand a day to come here, and falls into his arms. That's the end of the episode. In Now's timeline, meanwhile, or actually just before that, we, we see where they find the woodcutter. I've just discovered why this was my favorite episode. Because I had so much sympathy for the woodcutter when he was stuck down in the hole. Because that is me playing with my son. Any of those video games where I'm the guy stuck in the corner and can't get out. And I, I finally climb my way out and I just want to bash that rock over top of my head. Yeah, he... The showrunners. How gruesome been, is that? Though, that like the guy's got to chop off his head. Well, the the showrunners point, pointed out that all they would say was that he was trying to climb to the highest point, as it like look at the stars. Whatever he's trying to accomplish, he wanted to get up high and look at the stars. Um, but he fell down in there. They go down in there. 
He tries to cut off his head because that's where the information is. That's all they need is his head. And that is why he bashes his head in so they don't get what he knows. I didn't think about that. I just thought it was off the program. No. That's, I saw one review that read it as he wanted to kill her but couldn't in his programming. That and could it, be. Was, it was such a conflict, he had to just yeah. kill himself. That could, That's the way that, that I That could saw totally it. be it, and, I, and yeah. I thought that the first time also, but after I thought the whole reason they were trying to take off his head was to get information, what was going on with him, to to look into it, and he was like, we're not, I'm not letting you know. He damaged his. I, it could be both. It could be neither. It could be one, you know, either he one. He damaged his own black box. And then the only other thing we saw uh, next week, it shows... Bernard, in the past, his past outfit, telling Dolores to follow the map to be free. I mean, she's going to be the original one that follows this map, you know, that the Man in Black does 30 years later. So, I mean, I think, I think I'm right. <laughs> I just hope over the next few weeks this completely unravels and Seth just I'm going to lose my mind with his fingernails clings onto this theory. I'm going to go. Oh, it's going to trust gonna me. Start every, growing his hair out. Trust me. This like every I, every scene. There's a calendar in the background that proves exactly what time it is. Right. He's like, no, I still well, think it's the past. Trust me. When I watched this episode, I was like, no, this disproves what I'm tra- I'm trying to say. And then I was like, okay, wait. If this is the past and this is the future, and I could see the breaks when they were doing it. There, you know. It's going to be what like they're wearing. Misty Night on Luke Cage where she's like staring at the wall and yeah. trying to connect all the dots. Yeah. And she's actually in the in in the scene of the and crime. They're of all happening. moving around her. With that pyramid that they were talking about. I think Seth's going to come in in a cowboy hat next week. Oh, man. I've already got it. It'll be white or black. I don't know. I'm I've, curious. I've already got a... Uh, a cowboy owl picture that we got to post with it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that that pyramid that Ford was telling Bernardold about um, was his memory on the bottom. They start to remember things. Improvisation. That was what Arnold was trying to get her to do. And then self-interest would be the next thing. And they didn't. They didn't know. Never made it to the fourth step, which has got to be like code. 666 from Star Wars. Kill all everybody. You know, I, I don't... I don't think it was... Six what six. was it? It was Order... 84? I can't 86? remember. Order 66. There was 66. a 66. 66, sorry. I knew it was sixes. But anyway, that... I don't know what the top level is, but... It's like obviously the succession of what they're trying to accomplish with the consciousness. Um, also, with you know, there's a little talk of where is this place, you know... Are they on Earth? Or he, Bernard kind of made a comment to his wife about the reception from where they were and, you know, whether, it's like whether Westworld is even, is it on, is it basically what's left on Earth? And there's, you know, everyone else has moved on to some other planet. I don't know what relevancy it has, mm. but it feels like there's something going on. I the think there's run- some kind of big thing about the rest of the world because they're not showing I think it there is at too. all. The showrunners, the only comment I saw from them was, the one of them said by the end of the season you should be able to know where it's at, and the other one said I don't think so. <laughs> so well, that doesn't tell me anything. So you know it's possible. A lot, a lot of storylines with technology, and they talk about the future, like especially with virtual reality coming more and more mainstream. Of how, like you see a lot where like you're living in like a hor- horrendous conditions. Because you can just put on a VR headset and go into your perfect 
um, dream. So is that the world? Matrix? Of yeah, the Matrix. <laughs> I want to be in the Matrix. I think I'm in the Matrix right now. Are you guys even real? Is this just all a fantasy? <laughs> Hell, Satan. <laughs> what is what? That escalated quickly. <laughs> But episode four next week, Dissonance Theory, co-written by Ed Brubaker. Oh. Say what? Yep. And, you know, Dissonance Theory, I looked it up, is an inconsistency between attitudes or behaviors. Just dissonance. Something must change to eliminate it. And you, you were You've said, died of dysentery. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's all Oregon Trail. Yes, we're going to learn that's the origins of this. That's exactly what my wife said when she hadn't watched anything didn't have a clue of what it was and i turned it on a couple nights ago and she's like oh what's this and i was like oh it's westworld and she's like looks like oregon trail <laughs> well they remade they made battleship into a movie yep. and ouija the ouija board and it has a movie oregon this could be the oregon trail <laughs> anyway what were you you uh posted a thing about george rr R. martin Oh, we were, yeah, we had been joking about maybe this, maybe, uh, Westeros was a world in this world, and George R.R. R. Martin must be a Jesse, because he <laughs> came out and said... Clearly. <laughs> Obviously. Yeah. He might have jumped all the way to yeah. second yeah. Jesse. <laughs> <laughs> he's not writing his books because he's too busy listening to our podcast. And he said, that was a good, be a good way to do a crossover. They could have some of the characters from Westworld go to the, you know, medieval world. So yeah, we we had that idea. <laughs> they kind of George R. Showrunner shot that down, just saying that. Basic, I mean, nicely. I think they just weren't interested. But she was saying, "I gotta believe the dragons are real. I don't want to. I don't want to get involved in that." Um, the only other thing I'd say was they made a. They had like, um, did the whole uncanny valley thing with Anthony Hopkins looking younger. I still, mm. as neat as that is, it still is not perfect. You know, I see that still. I'm like, ah. That's weird, but they're they're you know they're trying. So that's all I got. That's what those are my theories. I like I said, I've listened to a lot of other things, and nobody's saying that. You know, nobody's. I don't know what they're. I don't know, like how are they enjoying it if they're not breaking everything down. That's what you have to do. You just have to show up and hear me tell you what's going on. Halox them shows that you got a you got a yeah whatever. I give up. I just this one just sort of didn't uh, didn't progress much for me because all the things it revealed not all of them but many of them we kind of knew. Oh, she's becoming more aware, and this isn't like there weren't any big leaps. In this one, of not information we either know or assume that things are going to go bad. So this episode is, oh, things are starting to go bad. Like, yeah, we know they're going bad. So I'm expecting a little more yeah. progression. In I felt one, the same way bad. the first time I watched it, thinking, and it was disjointed. It, it just didn't feel right. And and the reason being is the two different timelines and the way they follow allegedly the two clearly different timelines. I think. For me to enjoy it, I would have to flash? between every timeline. I would have to have someone pop up and yell, "Switch!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They are dead. A little owl pops up, yeah. flies, flies across the screen. Yeah. Switch! They are. They are definitely. The attempt is to hide it, but it's it's. If you watch it even a second time, you're gonna be like, "Okay, I see definite points that they're doing." I think. I think. 
Teddy doesn't necessarily exist 30 years ago. I think that he was brought in to stop her, what she was doing 30 years ago. So, oh, what we do know is from her memory, we saw in the second episode, she sees the streets are lined with bodies. Whatever happens 30 years ago ends with people dead everywhere. You know, so I, I see that coming later in this. From season. a storytelling standpoint, that means it's over. Like if this all happened, if all the drama happened thirty years ago, that was the critical failure. Well, then what's happening now? They've 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 redone it. They've it's like the second it. Death Star. They were just doing yeah. the same thing again. They're trying. He's now also yeah with the same flaws. Yeah, I mean, I think that they've re- rebuilt. That was the critical failure. They've they're re- they're trying to redo it. But he's brought back Arnold as a host, Bernard. And I mean, granted, this is a theory. This don't don't take this as when, when you find out next week that that is impossible. <laughs> you know, I, I apologize in advance. I'll be upset about it also. But I think that this is the second try. And but I also I don't think, want to burst your bubble. But Walking Dead comes back, so that's all anyone's going to be yeah, talking about. Yeah. So West, Westworld is going to go to the back. Not burning. me. It does not compare. As far as <laughs> they're not on the same level. As far as so I'm, I'm just going to wait for David Glover to show up and in Han Solo's clothes Donald and just Glover. blow the whole damn thing up. David Glover has <laughs> his Don. cousin. Yeah, David. Um, <laughs> But the, uh. Michael, he said the name wrong and you're just sitting there. <laughs> you didn't, you didn't let him get a move He was like, yep, David, I was getting ready to say that. The, one thing I'll say, there's multiple theories though, I, in my head, that I just don't have enough information on. Like, I don't know whether Bernard is the one causing these things. Th- I don't know who put this gun out in the you're dirt. So excited. <laughs> you're literally on the edge of your seat. I know. Like, I'm saying, well, I don't know whether he's the one to put the gun out there, if he's the one to put the picture out there to mess with people's mind, or whether it's Ford. This is his jam. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know whether it's Anthony Hopkins messing with everything. Like he's got some new outlook on things. He's old. He let's let, let the world burn. Yeah, there's definitely somebody up to something. I'm gonna go out on a limb. <laughs> I know it's gonna end bad because I looked at the rest of that quote. These violent delights have violent ends and in their triumph die like fire and powder. Fire. <laughs> <laughs> there is no better way to end this than that. Uh, need some western music. Oh, it'll be there. It better be there. You guys hang in there because this is going to be the best minute and a half of your life (laughs) coming up. (laughs) So next week, uh, if the plan holds, we're going to have kind of a special episode. Hold the line! We're going to be talking about Westworld outside. (laughs) (laughs) Michael's nipples will be quite erect. Fill us in, Michael. What are we doing next week? We will be podcasting live at the Zombie Fest in Harmer Village, October 28th. Uh, I believe currently we should be podcasting, I think, maybe from 6 to 8. I don't know if that's the finalized time or not. We'll see. But we'll attempt to be there, so make sure you come out and say hi, what's up. Tell us your favorite horror character. We may be dressed up as some characters if that also plays Michael out. Michael will be. Uh, I say we all tell Michael we're dressing up uh, in yes. that classic switcheroo yeah. where he But let's up. make it like he's. it's an integral that we dress up. <laughs> like you're the third letter and we're spelling something out. 
Well, he just shows up with a B on his chest. <laughs> I'm going to come dressed as Charlie Brown. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, I, I think the joke, was, or I don't even know if it's a joke, but he was uh, – Talking about the universal monsters of, because uh, I called the Wolf Man and you said the Mummy, and Jordan said uh, the Invisible Man, man so that leaves you as Dracula. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't hold your breath. Mm-hmm. So Hummer Seth Village. Get, Seth will get there completely dressed normal and then just reach in his pocket and pull out the fake vampire teeth and just stick it in. And that's that's why you'll be able to tell whether it's thirty years ago <laughs> or now. The Grand Pooba. <laughs> Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> one. <laughs> How many poobas? <laughs> Only one. One grand pooba. <laughs> so, if you want to come down and see this yeah. ridiculousness, yeah, we should be sitting outside. It's probably going to be like raining and miserable. But yeah. We'll stick a microphone in your face, and you can tell us. Don't lick it. <laughs> all you, all you Jessies, come out there and. <sighs> Anyway. Okay, Harmer Village, Marriott, Ohio, Zombie Friday. Fest. Friday. October 28th. And then Saturday, October 29th, go to your local comic book shop for Halloween Comic Fest. Asylum. Freebie stuff being given out. Asylum. It's all free. Asylum. It happens to be. (laughs) Fire sale. Fire. (laughs) It happens to be the same night as Trick or Treat in Marietta. So if you're bringing the kids around to get uh, Trick or Treat goodies, stop by Asylum. We're giving out free all-ages comics that day. Kids love that. That's mm-hmm. awesome. You can find us at youdownwithkpp.com and Twitter, at Twitter us at the Kapow Podcast. And as always, I am the... <laughs> most... Switch. <laughs> most... Illustrious Michael K. Easton. Uh, I'm Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. And I'm Grant Poobah. Kapow! The Pop Culture Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udownwithkpp.com. It's the best minute and a half of the podcast. <laughs> Michael K. Easton making it hard since 77. Uh, we've got a malfunction in Sector 7. <laughs> he needs a TP for his, his robot bunker. I hurt myself today. Dang it, Rebus. To see if I still feel fire. I focus on the pain. You're trying to tell me Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball. The ball. only thing that's real. Like he was just very tears a hole. That's why all your selfies look like Barbara Walters in sting. Try to kill it all away. But I remember everything. Hashtag robots. What have I become? Michael's nipples will be quite erect. My sweetest friend, Arima. Everyone I know goes away in the very earth. And you could have it all. My empire.
we're all dead. We're all dead. Oh no! <laughs> What's wrong with my legs? <laughs> Why are you in a wheelchair? <laughs> Whose camera is this? <laughs> Somehow fits in there. Similar a little hilarity. this crown of thorns upon my liar's chair. Dang it, Rebus. Full of broken thoughts. Fire! Fire! I cannot repair Beneath the stains of time The feelings disappear You are someone else <laughs> I am still right here What have I become? My sweetest friend Everyone I know Goes away In the air And you could have it all Listen, this could be the best minute and a half of your life (laughs) My empire of dirt I will let you down Oh. 